and welcome to American Structure Point's Making Our Point podcast, a show where we discuss important topics that result in building and bettering communities nationwide. American Structure Point is a leading architecture and engineering firm based in Indianapolis, Indiana, with additional design centers throughout the country. Our mission is to improve the quality of life for our people and our communities. Now let's dive in to hear from our experts. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Making Our Point. I'm Steve Davidson, Executive Vice President and Partner at American Structure Point. Today, we're continuing our series focusing on some different types of engineering. Our goal is to help educate listeners and arm you with the information you need to pursue the career that's right for you. I recognize it can be tough as a young adult when you want to pursue an engineering career but aren't sure what field to focus on. We hope to make that easier for you. Today, we'll be learning about environmental engineering. Our utility infrastructure group, or UI group, works on all types of environmental engineering projects. We'll cover topics today, such as what types of projects engineers in our UI group work on, what types of educational background is needed, and what a typical day looks like, among other things. Joining me today is Catherine Pallotta, group leader for our utility infrastructure group at American Structure Point. Catherine, thank you so much for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me, Steve. So let's start with the basics. Tell me what our utility infrastructure group is in simple terms. Absolutely, Steve. Utility infrastructure, or UI for short, it's just another term for environmental engineering. We primarily focus on drinking water, wastewater, and stormwater systems. In the Midwest, we used almost 80 gallons of water around the house per person per day. I mean, can you imagine a day without water, without toilets? In the U.S., we're privileged to have the luxury of expansive and reliable water and sanitary systems. But this would not happen without the -the behind-the-scenes efforts by environmental engineers who keep our aging infrastructure intact. So people don't even have to think about it when they turn on the faucet, flush the toilet, or deal with a heavy rainstorm. So, Catherine, what types of projects do you typically work on? Well, wow, the types of projects we do range considerably, but generally they fall into three phases of work. They could be studies, designs, or construction, and they cover the following topics, what I call all the wet stuff. Drinking water, drinking plants, mostly groundwater, storage, that could be elevated tanks you see around town, distribution systems, all the pumps and and pipes under the ground. Wastewater systems, so that's sanitary sewers to collect everything, lift stations to pump the flow where it needs to go, and treatment plants to clean it, which is typically cleaner than the streams that receive it. Stormwater management. So many of civil engineering projects actually involve elements of stormwater. So one thing our UI group does actually supports the city of Indianapolis in running their entire stormwater program from developing technical standards, resolving really complex design issues, and ensuring that improvements are actually built as they were intended, all of which address localized and widespread flooding issues for people who live in the city. That's through rainwater runoff control, water quality, and storage. With aging infrastructure, most of what we do involves improvements to existing municipal systems. However, some of our work involves creating new infrastructure to meet utility demands of growing areas. In order to provide adequate utility services to large developments, we solve the puzzles of how to rearrange that big spaghetti bowl of pipes beneath city streets that people almost never think of. One example of large transformative development, it's the new IU Health Medical Campus in downtown Indy, currently under construction. We had to simultaneously reroute 
countless utilities to make way for construction of a $1.6 billion hospital in the middle of a congested urban area that needed everything to keep running 24-7. Now, that's, that's really interesting talking about a, you know, a specific project that way. So with the wide range of projects, Catherine, that American Structure Point does, how long do projects typically last? That's a great question, Steve. So in our group, something like a study could maybe last three to six months. A design can be anywhere from six to 12 months. And then adding construction on top of that might be another year. Of course, we have projects that are quicker and some that are longer. But I'd say that's a general time frame for the majority of our work. So I'm sure everyone is dying to know, what does a typical day look like for an environmental engineer? Well, it's a simple question and a hard one to answer. Well, everyone has a different role and every project we do is completely custom based on a community's needs. So there's no real typical day. As an entry-level engineer, however, you could expect to spend most of your time in the office with occasional visits to project sites, construction sites, and client meetings. Those are all really critical to learning. We might be working on four to six different projects at the same time. So it's kind of like taking a full load of classes each semester. Each project you're part of will have a project manager and team. You'll have meetings where you collaborate and have whiteboard sessions to solve problems together, some in person, some virtual. You'll have individual assignments to work on, receiving guidance, of course, from experienced engineers. Maybe that's hydraulic calculations, a mass balance, specifications, or cost estimates. And then all those pieces come back together, kind of like a group project in school. You will have routine meetings with your supervisor who is there to help you prioritize assignments, provide guidance, and help with general career development. That's, that's excellent, Catherine. So can you give us a little bit of your background and how you got to where you are today? Sure. I actually studied mechanical engineering as an undergrad. And when I was there, I actually took an elective in environmental engineering and found I loved it. This led me to go get my master's in environmental with an emphasis specifically in water and wastewater treatment processes. It was a perfect fit for my collectively nerdy interest in fluid dynamics, physics, chemistry, microbiology. It has it all. There's no one specific degree pathway to be an environmental engineer in our utility infrastructure group. We have people from various degree programs, including environmental, civil engineering with water resources or hydraulic emphasis, chemical engineering, and even agricultural. I'm sure there are people listening wondering what the salary range is for environmental engineering. So for someone coming out of school and jumping right into this profession, what, uh, what does that look like? Of course, it ranges across the country, but in general, someone starting out in the environmental engineering consulting industry as a new college grad in the Midwest today earns over $60,000 in base annual salary, somewhat higher for those with graduate degrees. After about four or five years' experience, it's generally an expectation in our industry that individuals earn their professional engineering license, and then, of course, keep up with the continuing ed requirements to maintain that licensure. As careers progress, people may choose to develop expertise in a particular technical area and then earn additional specialized certifications. Someone who has about 10 or 15 years' experience could definitely expect to earn over $100,000. There are both technical and managerial career pathways, which are both equally important to us in running a successful consulting business. Catherine, you've been at American Structure Point for about five years now, and you have more than 20 years' experience in the industry. What has your career path looked like over those 25 years, and what can someone just coming out of school and entering the field look to for career path guidance? 
Well, Steve, when I was in grad school, I remember I had a guest seminar speaker saying that you can expect to at least have four jobs in your career. After interning with a consulting firm when I was there, I knew instantly that this was for me. I am not someone to sit behind a computer all day, all year, and crank out calculations. I loved the mix of technical challenges with client interaction, some of those relationships lasting for years. And frankly, I get bored easily and need variety. I love to help others solve problems, and I'm always hungry to keep doing something more challenging than I did yesterday. Interestingly enough, this is my fourth job since grad school, all of which have been in consulting. Everyone has a different career journey, of course. I consider myself lucky to have had so many excellent mentors who have taught me far more than engineering. They pushed me to do more than I thought I could at the time. I learned from my stumbles and failures, but they're always there to watch me get back up and offer a helping hand. I'm privileged to have had the opportunity to experience being part of some pretty amazing projects and to have risen in responsibility along the way. So, Catherine, how did you know it was the right path for you? And do you have any advice for students who might be trying to figure out what's right for them? Definitely. Firstly, it is okay to not know what you want to do yet. I was drawn to the engineering world since math and sciences came naturally to me, and I was always that one who wanted to figure out the why and the how. Despite me loving what I learned in mechanical engineering, it also taught me there's value in knowing what you don't want to do. I learned that I did not want a career designing widgets of some sort. I really needed to do something with greater purpose. I grew up in Long Island in New York, and I had a few experiences as a kid that really brought awareness to environmental issues. Uh, When I was a young kid, I remember excavators coming down my street, tearing up the pavement and installing pipes. From my perspective, all they were doing was getting in the way of my street hockey games. However, years later, my parents told me that this was actually municipal water being sent to us because it was replacing the homes in that area, all their private wells, because they were in the midst of a contaminant plume that was detected in that area. So a pretty important experience. A few years later, there was another thing that happened um, in my hometown. So Long Island is pretty congested, and the landfills around there are completely full. So garbage was just routinely hauled away on a barge for disposal somewhere else we didn't think about. Until one day, that garbage ended up sailing around the entire world being denied at every port. My garbage was on that barge. It was a butt of jokes on late night talk shows, and ultimately, it ended up returning back home for incineration. That whole experience was eye-opening to the country as a whole, and it led to one of the U.S.'s first recycling programs. I didn't really realize how much those experiences shaped my views until I took that environmental engineering elective in undergrad. It really woke up those memories and helped me connect to my why. No matter the size project, the work our utility infrastructure group does helps improve the quality of life for people in several ways. First, we protect public health through provision of safe drinking water. I'm very proud of that. We also protect our environment for today and for our children's children. We prevent pollution from our rivers and streams through work in the wastewater and stormwater systems we design. We also design critical infrastructure for large developments, all of which provide jobs and more to communities. I think that's great, Catherine. I think that's an important aspect of really for, for young people to understand what, what drives them, you know, what's their, what's their why. And I think that's, that's really what drives people's passion and can really make them a, a great engineering candidate. So what types of colleges, universities should students look at if they are wanting to get into environmental engineering? As I mentioned earlier, Steve, there, there's really no one specific degree pathway. 
our UI group has people from various programs, environmental, civil, even agricultural. It's important what to look for is an accredited program that has courses in hydraulics and treatment processes. A master's degree gives you additional insight and is really a better starting point for careers in this discipline. American Structure Point is obviously one of the largest firms in the Midwest, and we've been routinely ranked number one in Indiana by Engineering News Record. Catherine, what makes our utility infrastructure group unique? Steve, the UI group is unique. We have a deep bench of experts that bring national expertise. They help us develop really talented engineers, and we're taking on larger scale projects, more complex than ever before. That experience is really helping us grow. It's, it's an exciting time with lots of opportunity. Compared to large national or international firms, engineers there are often pigeonholed into a singular role. But because of the size of our company and our group, if you came aboard into the UI group, you have the ability to experience lots of different types of projects, explore different roles in that group, and have meaningful influence on your own career, all of which being part of helping the company grow further. Well, that, that's excellent. So, you know, we offer a variety of services here, from roads and bridges to master planning to construction, engineering, and inspection. What makes utility infrastructure distinct from the others? Utility infrastructure is largely different because the work we do captures so many different technical facets. We need to understand lots of different aspects of a project, so that, that's going to be a laundry list of things. Hydraulics, hydrology, mechanical systems, process equipment, microbiology, chemistry, soil conditions, structures, electrical, instrumentation controls, utility management, regulations and funding, and many, many more. Those things are all very different than the roadways and bridges we design in the rest of the company. While our engineers all need to have broad knowledge, as some people advance in their careers, they generally gravitate toward the things that fuel them and become subject matter experts in specific areas. No, that's excellent. So, Catherine, you know, people just coming out of school, you know, they just spent four or five years in college. You know, they want, a, they want a job right now. They want to start earning an income. What's the job market look like? Well, it's been a minute since I've been in college, but with the boost in federal infrastructure spending, specifically water and wastewater, environmental engineers are in demand across the country, including here at American Structure Point. You can check out our website, structurepoint.com careers, find out what opportunities are available, and learn more about our company. We also have job shadowing opportunities for high school students so they can see what it's like to be an engineer in general. You can learn more about that on our website as well, structurepoint.com, careers, internships, and co-ops. So if anyone has any questions, who should they reach out to? Well, the easiest way is to email marketing at structurepoint.com for more information. We're always happy to answer questions and talk more. Excellent. Thank you so much, Catherine, for being here today and sharing such valuable information that I think will really help guide young potential engineers. Absolutely, Steve. It's been a pleasure, and I wish all our future engineers great luck. Thank you to everyone who listened today. We'll continue our series by learning more about traffic engineering. American Structure Point has been included in the best places to work in Indiana and Ohio lists for multiple years, and we are consistently ranked in the top 200 of national design firms, according to Engineering News Record. If you are interested in being an environmental engineer in our utility infrastructure group, there are many ways to connect with us, including following us on social media. I encourage you to visit StructurePoint.com to learn more about our company and our people. And you can always see available internships, co-ops, and job opportunities on our career page. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for listening to Making Our Point. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and post about it on social media. To catch all the latest episodes, visit www.structurepoint.com or follow American Structure Point on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Mm-hmm.